Marble Machine. Hello, listeners. Um, let's get right into it, shall we? Huh? The last of three marbles about an inventor named Professor Greenstone and his apprentice, who is, well, who is, uh, me, I guess. Kind of, but in a parallel universe. Tim is gone and the marble machine is snoring, so I guess, since there isn't anything else on my to-do list for today, uh, let's hear the third adventure. The Compassion Cream Experiment Written and narrated by Jacob Graf Recorded and edited by Tim Höfer The inventor's workshop was in its usual steady state of unfathomable chaos. Adalbert Greenstone had given up on trying to clean the place a long time ago. And not only him. Professional cleaning services throughout the city had put the inventor on a blacklist and denied their services. The mess in the professor's workshop was classified as uncleanable. But lately the urge to make things tidy had come back to him. Why, you ask? Well, because of a woman. You see, listeners, the inventor's workshop was also his home. And, as you might recall... Um, there once was an elderly lady by the name of Madame Bougette. Maybe you also remember her pet frog, Clemence. He now lives in a swamp, somewhere out of town, but Madame Bougette still visits him from time to time. Anyway, uh, the inventor and Madame Bougette met when she gave back the Faunus speech converter, and, well, the two grew pretty fond of each other. They have been dating almost a year now, but Madame Bougette still hadn't seen the inside of the professor's workshop. But yesterday, I happened to hear the two of them talk on the phone. Not on purpose, of course. I was, um, accidentally eavesdropping. Anyway, Madame Bougette insisted that she would like to have dinner at his place for a change and that she wouldn't have any of his excuses this time. So, the inventor agreed, and as soon as he hung up, he turned to me. How in Aristotle's name am I going to fix this? He asked, and gestured about the workshop. I thought about all the great inventions that he had come up with, and that throughout the years had become untraceably lost in the mess. We could search for the tidy-up trumpet again. No, 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 no. Indeed, it, it would solve the problem once and for all, but I'm afraid that finding the little thing is as impossible a challenge as cleaning the place up itself. The tidy-up trumpet was a miniature tin trumpet about the size of my thumb. If one were to play it by blocking one nostril and blowing into the trumpet through the other, the tidy-up trumpet would send out cleansing sound waves that restore anything within the walls that it was played in and return it back to the state when it was last cleaned. Back in the days, the inventor had used it often to clean up his workshop, but uh, then he became lazy because cleaning up had become so easy. One day, he couldn't find the trumpet anymore and it had remained lost ever since. I convinced him to search for it the next morning. We were interrupted in the early afternoon hours when someone scratched at the door. 
who scratches a door instead of knocking or ringing the doorbell? The inventor wondered and searched his pocket for the portable peephole he had invented just a few weeks ago. This little device looked just like a regular peephole you would find on most apartment doors, except that you could carry this one around with you and whenever you looked through it, you still saw what was going on before the workshop door. It, it's... it's Madame Bougette, he gasped. Is she scratching at the door? I asked. No, 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 no. She brought her new dog, Momo. Adelbert Greenstone quick-wittedly found another handy invention next to him. The empty walls apron. Wherever one throws it, the apron creates the illusion of an empty white-walled room with nothing inside it. At least with the apron in place, the inventor could open the door and all Madame Bougette would see behind him would be empty white walls. The inventor opened the door only a few inches so that Madame Bougette wouldn't get the impression that his home and workshop was completely empty. Hi, my love, Adelbert said with his mind racing to find an excuse to not let her inside the workshop. Adelbert, chérie, Madame Bougette answered, would you mind uh, us going to my place just this one last time? I know I insisted to see your workshop and where you live, but I have a problem with Momo here, and I was wondering if you could help me. Oh, um, sure. What is the matter? I uh, wanted you to see for yourself. That is why we need to go to my place. You see how happy Momo is right now, huh? Okay, well, you see... That changes as soon as Momo enters my flat. Every time I let him inside, he immediately falls into a state of uh, depression. I don't know what it is with me and my animals. But maybe you could bring this phone speech converter again and... That, I'm afraid, is an invention I no longer own. Uh, I had invented it for a friend, you see, and I sent it to him right after you returned it to me. Huh? I see. Well, then never mind. Let's go inside and... Uh... No, no, no. Uh, the inventor shouted and held her back. I I have something else that might work. Uh, it is a cream that has a similar effect. Un crème? Yes, let me just uh, talk to my apprentice and, and go get it. Oh, mais do show me around, she said and pushed the door open. I was just in time to squeeze myself next to the professor so that Madame Bougette wouldn't see the empty walls apron's illusion. Uh, my love, uh, please, let's not waste time, the professor said while escorting Madame Bougette outside and a few steps away from the workshop door. It seems like your dog's issue with your flat is an urgent one that needs to be taken care of immediately. Are we? Uh, you think? Well, I mean, uh, thank you for being so helpful. <laughs> but I would have liked to at least see where you live. Next time, my love, next time. We shall have dinner and all, and I promise. But now let us find out what the matter is with your dog. Uh, didn't you say you needed some kind of uh, creme? Cream? Oh, r right, right you are. Jacob, uh, top drawer, left-hand side. The compassion cream. Quick, 
He came back into the workshop and I gave him the cream. I knew that it was an invention still in the making and that it had never been tried before. The idea of the compassion cream was that one applied it onto the forehead or the temples of two people. The two individuals would then sort of slowly merge minds and become completely understanding and compassionate for how the other person feels and thinks. Uh, what are you going to do with it? I asked. Smear it on Momo and on me and hope that it works, of course. But that is not what it's for. And it's never been tested to... Yes, 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 yes. Quiet now, boy. I'm just glad to have an excuse not to show Madame Bougette the workshop. I promised to keep looking for the tidy-up trumpet while the professor left with Madame Bougette and her dog Momo and an invention that had never been tested before. On the way to Madame Bougette, the inventor applied the cream to both his and the dog's head. Um, he had no idea how fast and in what way the cream's effects would begin to show. About a mile away from Madame Bougette's home, the inventor began walking a little strange. At first, he just hunched his back in an awkward fashion. Moments later, he was walking on all fours. Momo, in turn, kept trying to stand up on his hind legs and eventually succeeded and seemed quite comfortable to walk upright next to Madame Bougette. After a few minutes, the dog walked perfectly like a human and the professor didn't mind Momo taking his hat and wearing it as if he was now the inventor. The professor by now was panting and letting his tongue flap out of the side of his open mouth. Uh, Madame Bougette was quite used to the inventor's absurd inventions, but this was extraordinarily embarrassing whenever other people walked by. Arrête! Stop this at once! She told the professor, who thought it polite to be sniffing Madame Bougette's behind. Is it working? Uh, do you know what's wrong with my Momo? He is missing his... He is missing his... Um, his... His... You... You, his youth. Momo was a Portuguese stray when he was little. Ah, uh, c'est vrai, that is true. Madame Bougette nodded. I got him uh, from a rescue station in Lisbon. I thought he would be happy that I... Oh, oh, oh. yes, he, he is. The inventor said, saliva drooling out of his open mouth while he spoke. Oh, mais non, arrête, Adalbert, dear. Try to behave yourself in the presence of a lady. <coughs> I am ter terribly, <coughs> I am terribly sorry. What I'm feeling is that Momo loves an adventure. <coughs> he wafts you. He loves. He loves you. But sometimes he just misses other dogs. Life on the streets was rough. <laughs> but but getting food at the same time. <coughs> Every single day and staying inside his little basket can get a bit boring after some time. Momo the dog came up to Madame Bougette and kissed her hand. Momo, arrête, stop that. While Madame Bougette tried to teach her dog that he wasn't an inventor, the professor searched through a public trash can and seemed very happy to find a half-eaten sandwich inside it. <laughs> Hungry? Adelbert asked. Madame Bougette held her nose. Momo barked and then added, No, 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 this dog of yours. 
Madame Bougette looked at her dog in shock. The compassion cream had enabled him to speak. But before she could even wrap her head around the thought, the inventor darted off into a small park chasing a squirrel. Madame Bougette and Momo found Adelbert Greenstone barking at a tree. This is terrible, this is terrible. What should I do? <laughs> Only two, two options, Momo suggested. Castrate him or put him to sleep. Excusez-moi? Uh, what? You could also give him away to the butcher. Wasn't he in search of a new pet? And, and maybe he would give you a few juicy steaks in return. I will not trade Adalbert for a steak. I love him. True, true, true. And he loves you. Is that so? Madame Bougette asked, realizing that, due to the compassion cream, Momo, too, had some sort of understanding of the professor's mind and character. Then why does he always cancel our dates? He only cancels when you want to go to his place. Hmm, that is true, too, but, but why? And then the inventor's messy secret was revealed, as Momo the dog told her how ashamed the professor was of the chaotic state of his workshop. <laughs> he is afraid you would think that he is like a little child who, who, who cannot take care of his own home. But he is like a little child, and that is exactly why I love him. He is so refreshing to be around, and his inner child sure must fuel his curiosity and help him invent all these crazy things. It does. Oh my, and I thought he was avoiding me. No, he, he loves you, and he's embarrassed. Is it really that bad? Oh, it can't be, I'm sure I can help. After all, I love him, and a part of being in love is that you have to care for the other one. Adalbert, Adalbert! Adalbert, come, come here, you silly man, and get away from that tree. Oh my, well, at least now I understand him a little bit better. And uh, you, Momo, I think you would love a companion, no? Maybe I can convince Adalbert to get a dog, and, and then you, you would have a friend, and we could go on trips into nature a bit more. Just please don't leave me. I already lost the frog Clemence to his affinity to nature and the wild. A friend. <laughs> friend would be nice. Momo the dog agreed and adjusted his hat. <clears throat> I would like to cross the Alps in a hot air balloon. Madame Bougette was confused. By now she had no idea if what Momo was telling was the inventor's thoughts and wishes or her dog's. She decided to turn around and go back to the workshop. I had gone out to get something to eat when Madame Bougette returned, and since I had taken the empty walls apron with me, she now saw the full chaos of the inventor's workshop when she opened the door with his key. Oh, mon dieu! Mais non, my lord Adalbert! What is this? The inventor crouched down in front of her and tried to convince her that it wasn't his fault by giving her the puppy eyes. Madame Bougette ignored him and started getting right to work. About an hour in, she had removed a huge pile of old inventions behind the couch and found a little silver trumpet. 
Ah, mais ça, c'est vraiment mignon. This looks cute, like, like a fairy trumpet. You, yes, you, you have to blow it with your nose, Momo said, and went back to reading the newspaper in the inventor's leather armchair. Avec mon nez, with my nose? When she did, the tidy-up trumpet worked its magic, and within a few seconds, everything was back to the last time the inventor had cleaned up. All the inventions that had come after that were neatly arranged in a box with a current inventions label on it. Since both the inventor and Momo were present at the time the tidy-up trumpet was used, the cream that was on their skin vanished back into the tube, and the compassion cream found its place in the current inventions box. With this, the effect of the cream immediately wore off. Momo scratched the hat off his head, and Adalbert stopped licking his forearms. Oh, oh, he said, slowly realizing where he was and what might have happened. Uh, Madame, Madame Bougette, my love, I, I, I'm terribly sorry, the last thing I remember. But he stopped speaking when he saw her holding the tidy-up trumpet. It's okay, Adalbert, dear. Momo told me how ashamed you were because of the chaos in your workshop, and I must say, whew, it was a terrible mess. But after I found this... Uh, oh, Momo told you? Oui, mais don't worry. All is fine, my dearest. Oh, but I'm so sorry that you had to see this mess and... Mais please, Adalbert, dearest, stop. All is good now, and at least I know that you were not avoiding me on purpose. Avoiding you? No, I I would never. I know, je sais. There is one thing you could do for me, though. Uh, yes, anything you want, my love. A few weeks later, the two of them went on an adventurous hike across the Alps, and with them came Momo, me, and the workshop's newest companion, Adalbert's Dachshund, Schorsch the Sausage Dog. Welcome back, listeners. Well, that was a short adventure, but full of interesting inventions and curious compassion between man and dog. I see the marble machine has woken up too. It's ticking and clicking quite furiously. Seems like a story storm is brewing up somewhere. Well, uh, please feel free to check out our website or support us on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash themarblemachine, and become a patron. And as always, the next marble will drop.